I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge. Looking for a new car for your family? Maitland and Port Stephens Toyota have a proud history and excellent customer service. Expect the best in new car sales, pre-owned Toyota certified vehicles and all your servicing and repairs. Want a way to feel great again? Get the energy you feel is sometimes lacking. Snap Fitness 24-7 is for everybody. Move your mood simply, effectively and get the support you need. Snapfitness.com.au NHM, I got it from my mum with Beck and Sarge, joined by Natalie Ebril from Sleep and Settle. She's going to help us with the sleep, with us and the children. Thanks for coming on board. And you you sound so vibrant. You're getting some sleep, but of your own. I am. I'm very passionate about sleep and I follow my own advice. Yes, you've got to play well and eat well to sleep well. So I do. (laughs) So what would be your number one thing that you see in your clients that they, I don't want to say doing wrong because I feel like that's just... Or how you can help them. Yeah. What would be the number one way that you help people and maybe a a common misconception with baby sleep that that could could help somebody? That's a fantastic question. So this is how I wanted to look at it. I, when I'm working with families, I see myself more as a mummy mentor because I'm coming in absolutely not to tell the mum what she's doing wrong or to hit her over the head with advice. It's about empowering that mother to trust in her parenting instincts because I think with this generation of mums are overwhelmed with information online Mm. and friends and family and the way their mums do things and maybe their grandparents and the nuclear family is moving away from the extended family for work and a lot of this these mums these days are thinking that the internet knows better. Yeah. And yeah, so absolutely. they may not be listening to their mum, they might not be listening to their aunties or their grandparents and they think someone else must know it better and they're relying upon so much gadgets and so mm-hmm. many gadgets and, and so <laughs> bits <true>. of <laughs> equipment from the shops and then mm-hmm. to monitor their baby's temperature and their breathing and, and their pulse and it's really about going back basics and encouraging that mum to get to know her baby and trust in her parenting instincts. That's my number one tip. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I think back immediately to my firstborn, you buy every gadget under the sun, you've got the baby monitor, this, that, and then you learn that really so much of it, because I'm a yoga teacher too and I know this through, you know, just energy and stuff like that, so much of it is coming into uh, the baby's room or, you know, if they're sleeping with you, whatever, you know, calming mm. them down, getting calm and then um, helping the baby calm through being calm yourself and all that sort of sort of zen stuff, like zen mum stuff, which, Absolutely. yeah, and no one talks about that online. It's just sort of like energy transferal and, yeah, and I think a lot of it as well is that especially when you're new to motherhood, you get in such high anxiety, right, and then you can often like place your anxiety onto the mm-hmm. child and they can get completely like in a flap because you are. So you really have to check with yourself all the time. Am I completely stressed out and exhausted and, you know, putting the baby into a state of flux? Mm-hmm. I talk to parents all the time about the importance of them being calm and kind and confident when they walk into the baby's bedroom when they're ready for sleep. And that's a, a whole another ball game. But that the child reflects their energy 
So absolutely, we are aiming for calm all the time. (laughs) Having said that, aiming, like often I would find if you are just completely freaking out and you're exhausted, sometimes it's better just to spend like a little bit of time away from the baby Mm. and the baby would automatically settle when you're not putting your, you know, crazy energy on them every two seconds. (laughs) That's part of aiming for calm, Mm. doing whatever works to calm them down. So really with my approach, after we look at, the mum and we look at the baby and we say this is age appropriate let's boost your confidence in dealing with your baby and their personality their feeding style and their sleeping style then I want to take all the pressure off sleep I know sleep is the focus mm. but it's the end result of the preparation for sleep yeah. we have to look at this baby like I said before eating well and playing well in order to sleep well So it helps to understand what is their age-appropriate awake time. If you said to me what's your absolute number one tip, if you could only give a mum one tip on how to help their baby sleep better, I would actually say be aware of your baby's awake time Mm, because most of the sleeping problems come from the baby going to bed either too early or they're overtired and too late. Mm. So when mum is aware of the baby's awake time, and this is, the benefit of being a child and family health nurse of 20 years and looking at this baby and making sure it's feeding well and it's playing well and having floor play, floor play, floor play and earning its sleep. Mm. Demand feeding in its awake time. So then the baby is going to, at the end of that awake time, give mum some really confident, obvious, tired signs and that is the magic sweet spot for mum to then collect her baby and confidently yep. walk into the bedroom and the half the work is done mm. and the baby's tired and they're ready to go to bed. Yeah. Tea Legal is a firm unlike any other, catering to people from every walk of life. They're empathetic and will sympathise with your particular situation. They realise that you've come to them at a very difficult time in your life and they'll work so hard to make you get the best possible outcome. No matter what your legal problem, they are the experts and they're committed to helping you. They'll fight hard to ensure that your legal rights are protected. Thank you so much from NHM T Legal. Look them up now on Google. NCR Blinds and NHM Newcastle Hunter Mummers are proud to support the Hunter Breast Cancer Foundation. They are a Newcastle Hunter-based and founded not-for-profit organisation and they raise much-needed funds to provide information and support for women and men diagnosed with or being treated for breast cancer in the hunter and for their families. The foundation is unique. All the money raised is used to support women, men and their families of Newcastle and the hunter region only. Check them out, hbcf.org.au. NCR blinds are custom blinds, curtains and shutters. In Newcastle, New South Wales, they are one of the most trusted specialists in domestic and commercial curtains, blinds and shutters in Newcastle and the hunter region with over a century of combined experience in curtain making they have become a one-stop shop for blinds curtains and shutters for newcastle residents and business owners they strive for a hundred percent customer satisfaction as they want you as a forever client ncrblinds.com.au my babies are all primary schoolers now but um is it still 
the rule, not the rule, but is the guidance still eat, play, sleep? Is that the the basis that they work on still or is that sort of changed and developed? That's a very common approach to awake times for babies, newborns to six months old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what it's breaking down is that they have a very flexible routine. Yep. They never are awake for exactly the same amount of time and sleep for the same amount of time. So they can't afford to be in a feeding schedule or a sleep schedule. Yep. We mm-hmm. have to look at each individual baby and say, what is their feeding style? Are they a quick grazer and they have short sleeps and like to feed frequently? Mm-hmm. Or are they more of a relaxed, slow metabolism baby that has these huge long feeds and then has long sleeps? And the babies will show you that. So your, your child and family health nurse can help you identify your baby's feeding style and their sleeping style. Mm-hmm. And then, then we just absolutely look at when is this baby ready for sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so when you say that, because I understand that every baby's different. I had two babies that um, slept for such great amounts of time and kind of did everything very much by the book, like or the old-fashioned book. Um, and then I had this baby that came along and he would sleep for 45 minutes in 45-minute hits and that was it and that was just him even at mm-hmm. night. Um, is that... I mean, I learned to deal with that because I learned to deal with it, but a lot of it stresses a lot of parents out. And then that's, I guess, when they'll see you and or, or some other alternative. Um, and is there like a fix with Ront for a better word for this? Or do you just accept that your child is a little, is different to a sleep pattern of your previous child, for instance? Another great question. So. The first part of this answer is to A, take the pressure off the sleep. So there will be general recommendations on how long an average sleep would be for babies of certain ages, but then we have to look at that baby as an individual and go back to their feeding style. Mm -hmm. So the front row forward babies with the fast metabolisms that like to graze and don't want a full tummy with a huge feed are only sometimes capable of having a short sleep. And the, mm, yeah. the babies that feed longer can potentially sleep longer. Well, wow, that's but interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So some babies have high sleep needs and some babies have low sleep needs. So it's very much about being a detective and working out what suits that particular baby's personality. But there are things we can do to in, improve or give the baby the capacity to sleep for as long as they need to sleep for. So we make sure their awake time is age appropriate. We make sure they're demand fed in their awake time and they didn't want any more milk. Mm -hmm. And we make sure they've had lots of tummy time and they've earned their sleep. And then we look for their confident tired signs and then we confidently proceed instead. Then if that baby is allowed to and encouraged to be able to self-settle to sleep, and that's the goal, not the method. So if if we're gently, gently providing that opportunity for them to put themselves to sleep and they know how to do that. When they wake up after 45 minutes, if they wake up and they're still tired, they have the skill to close their eyes and put themselves back to sleep and sleep as long as they need to. If that baby wakes up and they're smiling at you and bright-eyed and bushing-tailed, they've had enough sleep. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's so right, yeah. in, in order to find out where, what that magic time is for each baby, if we give them the capacity to self-settle, 
from the get-go. I can do it from the get-go. Or, you know, the babies are born to sleep. <laughs> so yeah. if they've had an appropriate awake time and they're fed well, they will naturally fall asleep. They lose the skill to self-settle when we are looking at our beautiful, gorgeous baby that we have made and we're so proud of them and we can't believe these precious bundles come out of us and we cuddle them to sleep or we yeah. rock them to sleep because mm. we're, we just adore them and we love them. And then mm. so we start lying down on the lounge with them and they fall asleep with us and we enjoy this fourth trimester. But then for some babies, that becomes a habit because that's all they yep. know. And yeah. then they won't sleep in their bed, and then the mums are like, "Oh my god, I want to do things around the house. I need to go back mm. to work. It's a pretty fun. It's have a, a shower. Pretty hard line to take, isn't it? You know, you want to spend that quality time with your with your little bundle of joy, but then you you don't want to set them up for those those that kind of. I mean, your own kind of fall where you are having to do all of that extra work moving forward, like you've just said. Um, I guess. I guess moving forward to that, do you um, with your with your um, business? Do you also see toddlers as well? Do they fall under the category of needing help with sleep as well? Absolutely, newborns oh, to five year olds. <laughs> oh. So, and and when you said before, it's a hard line. It's not really because every mother absolutely is encouraged to hold her baby and cuddle them and bond with them as often as they want to. They just need to be making an informed decision that if they choose to do it every time and that suits her personality and that's what she wants to do, that's absolutely fine, but the baby's going to expect that all the time. But if it happens occasionally or you you know, cuddle Bobby to sleep but then put them in their bed to sleep rather than them being on your chest 24-7, then they'll probably learn some comfortable skills about I'm okay I'm in my bed and I feel safe so it's not one or the other it's just it's like dieting really it's a you know everything in moderation yeah Mm. yeah and what what are the problems as Beck said that you see with toddlers I know that my four-year-old's was tough as a sleeper when she was a baby and she's still tough to get to sleep, to be honest, whereas the other <laughs> one just was out like a light when she was a baby and she's the same now. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, the problems don't really change, guys. Yeah. The problems are simply my child is doing ABC to go to sleep and I, I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, working for sense. me before and, and that's a really important point. I don't walk into a house and judge a mum and say you should or shouldn't be doing anything. A mother contacts me if what she's been doing that has been working for her to that point is suddenly not working yeah. for her anymore. Mm. And then I say, okay, but that wasn't wrong. We're going to accept that that was working for your family. Now it's not. So how can we take baby steps to undo that and create the new routine that you would prefer to do? Is it harder to, and, to shape the toddlers over the babies or are the babies easier absolutely. to? Absolutely. Oh, is it? Yes, yeah. Absolutely mm. harder with the toddlers because yeah. they're older, they're smarter, they're louder, they're stronger, yeah. they're more mobile. Oh, <laughs> they can, get out, they of can bed. get out of bed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's right. There's not. That's right. I vividly remember when my kids were 18 and starting to go out again, like for the first time. I'd be like, oh, I wish they were crying at me and yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, they going to the other end. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> the grass is always so greener. 
<laughs> you're uh, you're sleeping through for so many years, and then you're yeah. after two in the yeah. morning because you're waiting for them to come home. And you're oh, like, gosh, that's way oh, worse. I haven't done this for eighteen years, and now I have to do it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Back to getting sleep. Can we call? Can we call Natalie from Sleep and Settle when they're teenagers, <laughs> and oh. we're not getting sleep though? <laughs> oh, so, think- no, my 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 phone is on silent, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not on silent when your eighteen year old calls. No, <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. I'll just answer that brief question. If we do have a toddler that has a sleeping issue, it's simply about applying the same information as you would with a baby. So we look at eating well, playing well, a great daily routine, mm-hmm. and then being really consistent with a very boring routine when mm-hmm. it's sleep time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I get the parents to sense. think, how am I rewarding this child for being awake? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How am I entertaining them so I want to be present for them when they're upset for reassurance and I want to show them I love them but I want to be super super boring because I don't (laughs) want it to be worthwhile that they're awake absolutely Mm. I understand that that's what we try to do (laughs) the kids say what are you doing when we go to bed and we're like nothing we're just going to sleep it's real boring here (laughs) thank you so much for your time and how can people reach out and get some help from you Oh, well, all of my information and contact details are on sleepandsettle.com.au. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Natalie. Have a good sleep, whatever the time of day it is when you get there, mamas. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Up next, get your mojo back after kids. Find out how. Nurture Me Australia is all about empowering you and your babes to gain the skills necessary to enjoy a happy, calm and understanding relationship from day dot. The Nurture Me community also aims to support you, the mother, and connect you with like-minded people that will be there for you throughout your journey. Check out nhmnewcastlehuntermamas.com for more for their Term 1 program. Check out their adventure programs for 6 to 12 months old, beginnings for 3 to 6 months old, or awakening for 0 to 3 months old. Get all the support you need. Email welcome at nurtureme.au. Tiny Tutus is Australia's leading preschool ballet school. As featured on Sunrise and Australia's Got Talent, Tiny Tutus caters for all ages. They've had over 50,000 children across Australia who have joined their family and taken part in their award-winning early childhood dance program, and they're growing every day. Tidy Tutus is a unique preschool ballet program that introduces little ballerinas to classical ballet and beginner elements of jazz technique, as well as encouraging imagination and creativity. Founder Simone says, I wanted to create a beautiful program for children to grow and flourish through dance. Tidy Tutus really is such a gorgeous place for ballerinas, 16 months to eight years to dance, make childhood moments with their special person, watching on in this gorgeous environment, build memories. Memories that will last a lifetime with Tiny Tutus. Google tinytutus.com.au to find your nearest location. NHM, I got it from my mum with Michelle and we're talking exercise after babies. Oh, Michelle, do you want to tell us a little bit about what mum life looks like for you? Have you got one kid or how many kids have you got? I have three kids. Oh, um, congratulations. That's a big feat. <laughs> <laughs> what the, and also, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> I know. I know I'm crazy. But, um, no, it's, it's been wonderful. Um, they're teenagers now and actually my eldest 
um, daughter has only just turned 20 recently. Oh, so, my goodness. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. That's insane. How did you do that? <laughs> uh, look, it's been a busy time, but, um, yeah, really good busy, um, if you know what I mean. So, um, yeah. yeah, they keep me on my toes, definitely. Um, my youngest, Matilda, is 14 and Jack is 16. Oh, um, Matilda, that's a so, beautiful name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in the you know. teenage land. Uh, what, tell me, give us a little bit of insight for mamas because mine are still like five and seven. So, what have we? So, what are some insights about things around the corner for us in those teenage years? They sound a bit scary. Yeah, well, I guess it just gets busier. That's the 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 one thing that you notice. Like you, you're so busy when they're really little, but then as they grow older and they've got their own activities and you know more um, school commitments so they're really busy and you've got to be the taxi I guess to take them to all these commitments so yeah you, you, you have less time I know it probably doesn't seem possible but yeah yeah you, you that are, doesn't seem possible at all <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my business and my life is already strangled to the brink of extinction I'm- I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> How can it I'm get sure. any worse? Well, it's, I guess at least they can do some things for themselves. But, um, yeah, they seem to have a lot more. They're their own people and they're, they're yeah, doing their own things, preschool, after school. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then, you know, sport on the weekends. So <laughs> there's hey, a lot going on. Michelle, do you think in teenagehood that that finding, you know, your children's passion has a lot to do with making it an easier ride for the parents and helping out with the kids during those years? Oh, oh definitely, definitely. Um, all my children have been into different sports and had different passions, um, but it keeps them busy, um, keeps them active and, um, yeah, they, they don't spend a lot of time, my children, on devices as a, as a result. Like That's my son awesome. is yeah. always outdoors, you know, so which, which is great <laughs> in this day and age, I think. It's so good. That. We hear from so many mums and they have real trouble, especially it seems – it seems like the girls, there's more talk around social media on the NHM yeah. group, um, which if you're not a part of, that's our big close group with almost 30,000 members in it. So you can join yeah. from anywhere in the world and you'll have a mom asking about a rash or a relationship problem yeah. or a kid. But we get a lot of talk on the group about um, boys and video games and, you know, mum's just getting really stressed out about um, – teenage boys being on devices too much in terms of gaming yeah yeah Mm. you definitely do hear about that and um uh even though jack has kind of gone in and out of you know he does have an xbox but he rarely goes on it only we're lucky we do live on a farm um in the hunter valley so there's so much to do on the farm that um he he's often outside doing those types of activities but then he's also done um, different sports over the years as well so that kind of gets him outdoors and um, but yeah it, it is it's definitely a concern because they're on their computers for school as well of course so um, yeah it can become overwhelming when they're always in front of a screen. How did your f- um, kids find their main passions? Um, I guess trial and error I mean through school friends often um, or through um through the family, so um, we got involved in the local park run when that started up. And of so, course, you know, <laughs> yes, I've done park run. I'm a runner, so yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, so our little um, park run was great inspiration for um, Molly, our eldest. Like she was really into a cross country and so that was great for her. Um, and then they've all, look at both girls have been into netball, but Matilda has also um, got into soccer and okay. loves it. Yeah, really, really loves it. Um, yeah. And and then you know, dancing, music. So they have they have done a few things. <laughs> yeah, and um, girls are doing great spa- um, things in the football and um, soccer space. Like, I mean, look at the Knights. Oh, we we won the yeah. the girls' trophy. So Absolutely. that's really cool. That was so amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they've got those role role models um, to look up to. And Matilda's, um, you know, been along to see the Matildas play recently. Oh, cool. um, so, yeah, she's really in, into that with her girlfriends and um, that she plays soccer with on the weekends. So, yeah, it's just it's just great to see the girls um, getting into those, those sports and doing so well. We were just talking about um, motherhood and both of us being, you know, active people. I remember I used to be, strangely enough, a triathlete with the Victorian Institute of Sport. Um, when wow. I was a kid so my whole life was filled with a kid with triathlon training which is probably a good thing because I've been naughty during my stand-up comedy days but um, <laughs> you know it's isn't it weird like after you have a baby in which obviously like for every mum out there your body mm-hmm. has done like you have to take your hat off to your body you've done something absolutely extraordinary like what your body goes through during pregnancy isn't it just like, you oh. just can't believe a body can do that right no, absolutely. It is incredible and um, it, it's a it's a big thing and, mm. you know, when you first have your children, you know, you, I guess you spend a lot of time just recovering just yeah. from the birthing process and then becoming a new mum and learning, you know, what you need to do to look after your new baby and um, so you kind of, I guess you're so engrossed in the child at that point yes. that there's not much much time. No, there's no time know, so, either. So you need to do so exercise. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just wanting to get back to running as soon as possible because I was sort of freaking out. I remember I had a break from running when I went overseas and I was like 19 and <laughs> got back and I found it so hard I couldn't breathe properly when I was running. I'm like, I'm never having a break from running again. But yeah. I think, um, you know, I just – I started running. I was like, oh, my God, I do not feel right with this. I knew my body was not up to it. So I had to wait quite a while um, yeah. till I could run again. Uh, what was your journey? What did it look like, Michelle? Yeah, I think um, I, I had to take it slowly as well. I used to play a lot of um, netball pre-kids. Um, and, yeah, I didn't go straight back to that. But when they were a little bit older, so I think Matilda was, maybe two um I started playing in a like a weekly competition Mm -hmm. and I would find gyms that had you know childcare um yeah yeah, so that was um good just to even get half an hour in Mm. um or 40 minute class or something yes Um, yeah that would help and using the time you have because it's so important you know what I mean you (laughs) a lot a certain amount of time and you just got to go go for it you know that's Mm. right yeah you just got to schedule it in um so and even now that they're older it's still like that you've still got to make the time you know and 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 even if it's only 40 minutes or 45 Mm -hmm. minutes just squeeze it in. So, yeah, I, I try to do it in the morning um, before I go to work um, yeah. and uh, and squeeze in that way because I know once, you know, the end of the day comes, I, I'll yes. just be 
I'll have too many other things. Things pop up and you just can't fit it in. Yeah, and you get really exhausted towards the end of the day as well, just with the shenanigans and the kids and, you know, looking towards a wine or whatever. Um, We're so... We're so grateful to be working with Snap Fitness at the moment in Cessnock, Cameron Park, Maitland and Mayfield. Your experience with them has been super great, right? We've got a – we're actually offering mums if you go to our website, um, which is NHM – oh, no, it's on the Snap Nation. The offer is snapnation.com.au forward slash NHM forward slash. You can get a trial and also – a training session with a trainer. So, what's your, what do you, um, what do you do at Snap? What do you like about it, Michelle? Uh, I, I love, I love Snap. Um, Sylvia, um, who's my personal trainer there. Um, I guess I've been with her for a, a, quite a few years now. And oh, um, great! Me, That's so good I to have know. that relationship. It is. She's just, um, I guess, a bit of a mentor and an inspiration. So, um, yeah, I, I train twice a week. Um, with her and then try to also um, get along to some of the classes or, or just do my own thing of a, of a morning before work. But um, yeah, it, it's just fantastic. They have so many different challenges that they do just to keep you motivated, um, you know, from month to month. So that's mm-hmm. like a little challenge that you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, in just the classes as well with, you know, friends and family, you know, my daughter Molly also goes along and, um, Jack and Matilda have even been along at different points during the school holidays. Oh, cool. And what sort of stuff do they do with you? um, Classes or sometimes we'll just do our own kind of um, online workout. Molly's really into finding little workouts that we can do and we just use the the space at at, um, at Snap. But, you know, often we'll go along to the hip classes or, you know, do a bit of yoga or Pilates. Oh, so um, okay, cool. just keep the fun, yeah. Yeah, it's really good to vary it up because you can get a little bit stuck if you don't, can't you? And if you spend a long yeah. time and have too much of a break, then it's hard to get back into it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I really find that I need to, to be consistent um, mm. and that's and that's when I see the results. If I yeah. if I don't if I'm not consistent then um yeah, I start to feel sluggish again and I just don't have those, you know, feel good endorphins that I get from, you know, working out and, and that energy that I need to kind of keep up with kids and, and do my job and um yeah. So so that's that's a real benefit for me. And then training with Silver as well. She's just, you know, always there to listen if I'm, you know, finding something a little bit hard or um, you know, she'll she'll maybe mix things up a bit or give me a bit of advice on, you know, healthy eating, <laughs> you know. Mm. So she's always um, got a recipe or two to, to send on to me. Oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I think that one of the main things around it, definitely getting back into exercise after kids is not being too hard on yourself because if you yeah. set your goals too high, then – you just yeah. don't feel like going and you don't feel like doing it. But if you say, hey, I'm just going to go walk 15 yeah. minutes, like we had an article, we've got an article um, on the website on Newcastle Hunter Mummers about the benefits of walking and yeah. it's just incredible, you know, if that's just yeah. walking. So yeah. you don't have to feel like everything you do, you have to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything like that. It's just that's basic so movement true. and what you can that day, just show up how you feel 
and just Absolutely. showing up is key. Yeah. 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 No, I, I'm a big believer in that. So, you know, just incidental exercise that you can, you know, fit in. So, yeah, it might be just be a short walk, um, you know, rather than, you know, driving. Like, so my, I'm lucky my work is um, just a short distance from where I live, so I can walk there. Um, so I'm quite fortunate in that in that respect. But, you know, ch- making that choice to, to walk to work instead of um, driving. Trainers are great. I don't know what your experience with Sylvia is like, but uh, having that sort of that one-on-one coaching in terms of bringing your pelvic floor and back, back after you have a yeah. child, you'll never yeah. know about this until you've had a child. But the loss yeah. of the strength around the pelvic floor and also your abdominals, I found that yeah. it, uh, I lost a lot of confidence uh, as, uh, as a woman when I lost yeah. that. And getting that back uh, with a trainer over time just really slowly – has helped me feel like a strong person again on the inside. It's really strange. Yeah, no, I completely understand that. And, and you know, they're there to kind of help you with your technique and um, make sure you're, you're not going to hurt yourself, you know, sometimes. Yes. Um, you know, that, that can happen <laughs> if you're, you know. Of course it can, it. yeah, because yeah. if you don't uh, slowly build up your abdominals, you can really – and once you've got a back injury – that can yeah. then plague you for the rest of your life. So you need to be really careful about building up your core to a point where it's um, it's a, it's going to support your back it, for day-to-day yeah. activities, for picking up your children. Like I remember just having such bad uh, lower back pain carrying around kids all the time because they always yeah. have their hands out to be picked up and you just yeah. dump right into your lower back because that's the most – because uh, when your abs – you can't, yeah. don't want to like turn your abs on the whole time and you, you just get tired sometimes and, yeah, yeah so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> training can really help with that, not from an aesthetic point of view of like I want to be perfect aesthetically uh, but just like yeah. – that you're there to um, be around for your grandkids and you don't get these big injuries that flow on from, yeah. yeah. That, that's so true. Like I, I'm really conscious of that and my husband's a little bit unwell at the moment and um, oh, sorry so, about that. you know, yeah, no, he's, he's on, the, on the mend. But, um, you know, I just think, okay, I've got to make sure that I stay strong and, you know, because, you know, I've got to run around for – for everyone and and look after him as well. So um yeah, it just means not a, it's not only good for you, but also it, it it helps you just getting through the things you need to do on a day to day basis, I guess. Exactly, and we all know how scary it is. I don't know if you've experienced it much, Michelle, but when you go down as a mother and you get sick, holy crap, the house like yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know the partners say they do a lot and they do of course but when the mother yeah. goes down it is absolute chaos isn't it so that's the thing we so want to really prevent because <laughs> and it's even chaos for the mother because you're unwell but you're trying to still do everything and it's just oh it's so hard so the less Definitely. sick you can get and the less injured you can get the better uh 100% um that that's absolutely absolutely the case, and 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 that's really one of my primary motivations is just to be fit, so I can you know look after everyone and um, also just enjoy 
um, you know, being a mum, you know, because it goes yeah. it goes really quickly, doesn't it? Um, even though at the time, you know, the day to day stuff can <laughs> seem like it goes on forever, but um, it does it does go quickly. And you know, having my eldest at university now. Like, wow, wow that's that amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Congratulations. Oh, well, it's beautiful to speak to you about your journey. And um, yeah, thank well. you so much for your time. And if you guys want that offer, you can grab it now only for a limited time at snapnation.com.au forward slash NHM forward slash. Bye, Michelle. Bye. Thanks you can, so now you got to go to the gym and then you can have a shot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Bye, honey. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Want a way to feel great again? Get the energy you feel is sometimes lacking. Snap Fitness 24-7 is for everybody. Move your mood simply, effectively, and get the support you need. Snapfitness.com.au I got it from my mama with Beck and Sarge on Apple, Spotify, and NHM Newcastle Hunter Mamas.com.